What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Under the Influenza. This is David with me, as always, my brother, Alex. And we hope everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is healthy. Uh, Some of the topics that we'll be covering in this episode will be our old MJ versus LeBron debate. We'll cover that. We got some comments responding to what we thought. We also go into Lance Armstrong after that. And we also discuss Laura Laughlin, also known as Aunt Becky. And we later go into speaking about Takashi 69 Adam Sandler. And then we again have another beer review. So stay tuned. In three, two, one. What's up, man? What's going on, dude? What is up? What's happening? So, uh, just want to get into actually a topic that we covered on our previous episode. Uh, We were talking about the MJ versus LeBron GOAT discussion, who is the greatest of all time. And uh, we asked you guys... To send us, you know, something, send us a comment, send us a video, something and that you would kind of want to argue about us with. And we did. Yeah, we received, we a, received comment. a comment. Yep. We received a comment um, from actually a podcast that's called Talk Too Much. Um, he said that he would say LeBron James is the greatest of all time because LeBron has had to face tougher competition and also that... He doesn't buy into the whole rings argument. Man, thank you for commenting. Thank you for replying to us. I am glad someone hit us up. <laughs> and but you know how you be nice? You're like nice before you insult somebody, dude. I don't agree with that at all. The rings argument is It's it's you know when at first when you see what he said like LeBron has faced tougher competition you kind of agree, agree a little bit obviously I'm assuming that he's sort of young and he haven't seen Michael Jordan's competition like up close highlights or anything like that so he's probably being a little biased towards his generation of players just his own kind of experience with his own eyes you know what he's seen with his own eyes But at first you're like you know what yeah like but I don't know, like in the finals, the Spurs beat him a couple times. The Warriors obviously are one of the best dynasties, right? So, but you look at, I don't know, like his early playoff and like the first round, what was he? I think he's undefeated in the first round. I don't think he's lost yet. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been in the Eastern conference, right? Most of his careers, he, he went through the Eastern conference finals and went to the finals eight straight years. So he just ran through it. He dominated it. Easy and, first rounds, dude. And you know, at that time, the Western conference was definitely tougher. The weaker conference was the Eastern Easily. conference. I mean, that's what they say. You know, he did have to face some, you know, People or some teams that the Pacers were always pretty yeah, good. The, the Pacers with Paul George, Roy Hibbert, Danny Granger, and then the the Bulls with, with Derrick Rose was prior good. prior to his knee injuries. I don't remember the the Celtics obviously were beating him and they were going into the finals, but I don't know if they gave him too much trouble. Besides, like earlier, obviously Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen were a good ass team, but I don't know if the early Celtics or anything were bothering him, 
Who yeah. else? The Bucks weren't good back then. The 76ers were garbage, yeah. dude. Yeah. Some of the teams that he faced in the finals was the Dallas Mavericks. Remember, he lost the yeah. Dallas Mavericks. That was, uh, I think, his first year with mm-hmm. the Heat. He lost to Dirk and Jason Terry yeah. and Tyson Chandler and mm-hmm. those dudes. And then San Antonio Spurs, you know, ran by Greg Popovich and Tim Duncan, who's actually, Dude, you know, he's five. considered, he's definitely considered to be one of the best basketball players. But even then, he's still kind of underrated. You know, he's not really talked about too much. He's got the points numbers. He's got the rebounds mm-hmm. numbers. When you like, look at the stats, dude, he's at the top everywhere in rebounds, points, blocks. I'm pretty sure he's at the top. Yeah, he's he's definitely underrated. Even though he is still considered to be one of the best players, he's just he's not given enough not credit. known. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not given enough credit for what he's done. Yeah, for sure. So the Spurs, and then obviously the Golden State Warriors that. LeBron has had a face with and without KD. You know, both of those teams were tough. The one without KD was the one, the 73 and 9. Yeah, the Thunder, he messed up the Thunder when he faced him for his first yeah. championship. Kevin Durant, and Russell I'm Westbrook. St- I'm trying to think, like in the East, I remember the Hawks were pretty good. They had really good regular seasons, but I think LeBron, if he even got matched up with them, would beat him. And then what was he? I think he was a Raptor killer for the longest yeah, time, dude. The yeah. Raptors could not get past LeBron. Yeah, with the Rosen and uh, could not do it, dude. So, I mean, and then I don't know, you look at Jordan's competition, especially with that documentary helping you kind of see it more, dude. All in the finals were tough. Yeah. Gary, John Stockton. Yeah, the Sonics with Gary Payne, Sean Camp, Barkley, dude, gave him a tough run. Yep. The, and then before the finals with the New York Knicks, you know, the Patrick Ewing and bad then the, boys, the bad dude, boy Pistons. The Celtics earlier in his days. Yep. With Who Larry else? Bird. I think the Pacers later too. Reggie was giving them struggles. Yep. They took him to seven one year. Yep. That's true. Reggie Miller. So he, he definitely had to face, you know, competition as well. Maybe not as much as a super team, I guess. I don't know. Michael, he still faced a lot of hall of famers. Like he still, had, sure. he still I went through a faced lot of more. Well, obviously I think LeBron's isn't hall of famers yet. Like Kevin Durant's not a hall of famer yet. But he Russell, will be. Yeah. Yeah. But Steph, they will be. all those dudes. Yeah. But they will be. Yeah. So, I mean the level of competition, I don't know, man, it's, it's pretty close. It's pretty even. And then when he said about the rings argument, it's like, what's, what's the point of playing basketball? Yeah, right? dude, it's, it's a to team win. sport. Yeah. It's to win championships dude like the point is to win and michael jordan has won more than lebron like that's the whole point of playing right is to win so he said you know he doesn't buy into the rings argument but i just don't get that neither dude it's basketball dude like you're you play defense offense you do it all the five starters are pretty much the core obviously you need a bench but the best players usually play in the finals the best two players if they're on opposite sides of the conferences they usually end up playing and it's works out that way i'd say better in basketball like football is kind of hard baseball dude baseball i'd buy that argument if you said rings didn't really matter i'd say baseball was the best sport to say that just because one person's impact isn't isn't, yeah yeah, as great as it is in basketball you're the best pitcher the best hitter dude your whole team has to be decent enough your whole rotation has to be filthy enough to make it through the playoffs and win a championship dude yeah and it's not like basketball where one person can really impact really the game. exactly dude michael jordan as soon as he stepped up they knew the bulls were going to be a problem in the future because he was just one guy yeah so you know 
thanks for that comment. We appreciate that. But man, I don't know. It's tough to argue against Michael yeah. Jordan. You know, it's tough. It's tough to argue. I can see his point. It's a very good point. You know, LeBron has had to face some tough competition, some super teams, especially the Golden State Warriors. And then, you know, mo- some of those finals that he was in he didn't have Kyrie he didn't have Kevin Love for sure so it does make it tough it is a good point but at the same time the whole point of playing basketball is to win and Michael Jordan is definitely a better winner and he only played 15 seasons versus LeBron who's at season 17 right now so Mm -hmm. you know it's, it's tough to argue either way it's just, I don't know, man. He's got a long way. He's yeah. got a long way, I think. Yeah, dude. that's the thing. So LeBron's still career is still going. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he can finish with a couple more championships, more points, you know, things like that. So his career is still going. So it's it's tough to really, you mm-hmm. know, say it. Hindsight, when we see it in yeah, hindsight, yeah. obviously, you have a better you know, answer. Like f- five years in the future, and then we can really pick you know pick points and 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 decide you know way who's better and who's not and make a decision then but he still got some years but that was you know a little argument from our previous episode or not an argument but a debate yeah thank you that's what we want that's kind of exactly what we want a different perspective a different point where we could i don't know analyze it and then give you our reactions yeah exactly so moving on from that one um, let's get into actually a documentary that dropped yesterday. Another one. Yeah. yeah another one from, after the 10 part series from is the done. last dance ESPN moved on to Lance Armstrong, which, uh, he's definitely was considered in his time, you know, the, one of the top athletes in the world. Right. I mean, that sure. whole cycle probably thing. it seemed like one of the most popular ones too, for like yeah. bicycling. You wouldn't think that somebody wouldn't be as popular as I don't know, but Especially after like his cancer, he got cancer and then he was like different. That's what everybody said. He got better after his cancer and he cured him, not cured himself, but after he got better from cancer, he came out and was better than than he was before. Yep. So Lance Armstrong, he's a professional cyclist regarded as being, you know, probably one of the best cyclists in the whole world ever, you know, greatest cyclist of all time. He, uh... He admitted in that documentary that he started taking, yeah. you know, performance enhancing drugs. Career, very yeah, like, it is very conflicting. I mean, it's hard to say that he's the best, but at the same time, everybody claims that everybody was doing it, right? All the cyclists were doing it. So if they were all doing it and Lance was the best, then, you know, then, he's still kind of the and best, I don't right? know. Like, and even before, I, I mean, he said he started taking it when he was 21. So yeah. basically his entire professional career he was taking performance enhancing drugs. He was taking steroids. And I don't know. I think when he won his first world championship before he got cancer, he was using, and then he went to a tour de France and placed second, but I don't know. Never mind. I was going to say that maybe before the steroids, like Barry Bonds, like before the steroids, he was still one of the best players in the league. But once he used steroids, he just elevated yeah, himself. Yeah, took him to another level, yeah. So Lance Armstrong was taking a banned substance called EPO. A bunch of shit, though. Cortisone, yeah, before like he that. was before. And then yeah. they kind of cracked down. I think it was like in 98. Yeah. They started cracking down. But still, like you said, EPO, that stuff was undetectable for the yep. longest time. Yep. And that was the main one that he used. And essentially what that did was it allowed for more oxygen 
to enter through the red blood cells. So I think it was more red blood cells, like something like that. It yeah, added more I, red blood cells, which allowed you to get more oxygen into your lungs or into your body. That allows you to train mm-hmm. harder and go and harder when for you longer need to. period of time. So it it definitely gives you a boost. And it was like you said, a drug that was just not detected. It wasn't a part of things. And in that documentary, they said that the athletes were like two years ahead of where the, like the agency was the anti-doping agency. So they were like kind of trying to figure out what the drugs that these cyclists were using. And they were already, you know, two years ahead of where the Mm anti-doping agency was. So it's hard to crack down on that. You know, they were cracking down on old substances that these guys have already moved on from new things come out yeah yeah, new sort of things and then i think the when it all happened in bicycling i'm pretty sure that's when that anti-doping agency was created so they were in their early stages of trying to figure out everything and now i think that the agency is everywhere in sports all over the olympics yeah now they're huge now i bet you it's a lot harder but back then they were just in their like infancy yeah because they had a not only figure out what they were using, but then create the tests to kind of yeah, be like, um, okay, are you using this or are you positive, yep. negative? So it, hard, it, it tough took, business. I imagine yeah, it dude. took time for them to kind of, you know, create what they needed to create in order to detect the things that, you know, they needed to detect. So, um, you know, throughout of all of his career, throughout all of his wins, he was always kind of looked at to, you know, kind of doing doping and, he was being accused of all of that. He was always questions for, for doping. And he denied for the longest time, denied, denied, denied. And he kept winning. He won seven straight in a row, seven, seven, dude, that's nuts. That's freaking nuts. And I think they said the greatest cyclist before him won like three or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I don't think it was in a row. Yeah. I think it was like spread apart. Like six, nine years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he won seven straight. And that's the best of the best. Like yeah, that the is Tour de the France. best tour. That's it. That's the championship. Yeah, Tour de France. And they said it was what, three weeks? It takes three weeks that's from start nuts. to finish. So it is a really like physically endurance kind of thing. Like the top athletes got to be able to do that. You know, you got to be in good tip top shape. And that's what he said. He's like, you know, I'm in probably the best shape in the world out of anybody. And here I am with cancer. It's like, he's like people, people who smoke for 30 years or people do this, get cancer, not athletes, not people who are in the best shape of their whole life. And there he goes. He gets cancer. It was testicular cancer, but then it grew, right? Yeah, it got everywhere. It spread and metastasized and it went everywhere. He had brain surgery. It was in his chest and his lungs, I'm pretty sure. And he, I think he was saying, he didn't exactly say at first when he found out it was testicle cancer. He thought maybe because he was on the bicycle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was just hurting, right? It was hurting. Yeah, it was and like, then he man. started coughing up blood, but also I think he said he started like he felt symptoms, but he didn't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. So that pro- obviously hurt him. That obviously did not help his situation and when he went to the doctor they were like dude you're covered in this shit it's stage four yep stage four cancer man and dude like it just i don't know but then later he said something about a growth hormone may have done something i think he said that before his cancer diagnosis he took some growth hormone and maybe he says that's might have what could have caused the growth something yeah i think he said like it makes good stuff grow or something like that but it also could make make, yeah bad bad stuff stuff. grow 
and maybe i don't know maybe he had it already in his body and who knows right who the heck knows yeah but that I, I mean i wouldn't doubt that taking those steroids and performance enhancers probably doesn't help yeah right? not at all not at all it doesn't help your body so you know he he took you know, he was doping before he got cancer he got cancer and then he came back and started doping back again. Back to doping, yeah. And the crazy thing is, is he was a better cyclist after his cancer than he was before. Yeah, he won those seven Tour de France set all after. It was all after his cancer, like, survival, I guess, after he came back from yeah. beating it. Yep, so he then won he all those things. came back better. And that's why I imagined all those accusations of him doping were credible, were, like, legitimate because, man, it's like, how is that possible? I think that's what a lot of European media were telling him. Yeah, they're like, how can someone have cancer and then come and back beat everyone's better? ass that never had cancer. Yeah, that's, I mean, and, and so he came back, right? There was one, it was one, like, so he came back after cancer, and he kind of wasn't doing that well. And then he was like, all right, after this year, I'm going to retire if I don't do anything. If I don't win, I'm going to retire. And then he's like, but I won. He's like, I won everything I could have won. And I didn't retire, and thankfully he didn't. Yeah, and then he just crushed it, right? Became known for being the best cyclist in the whole world, of, I mean, of all time. But in 2012, the anti-doping agency came out and just dropped bombs on him. Hey. Hmm. Yeah, dropped bombs we know. on all of his denials, on everything. And he was considered to be, by that anti-doping agency, to be the ringleader. So he was the top dog. He was the one that was, you know, kind of making the moves, yep. making decisions. But worse, he was not like... And then he said in the documentary, he wasn't... Although, like, you know, he's the ringleader and he's probably the worst one out of all of them. He knew, though. Like, there's a lot of yeah. players that mm -hmm. get caught that say, oh, I have no idea. I didn't have any idea that what i was taking was against the rules but he straight up said i knew what i was taking i studied it i looked into it and i took it and i chose to take it yeah he was like i'm not gonna sit here and i'm not gonna lie or be one of those guys mm -hmm. that's denies he's like you know what but back then yeah he's like i denied for so long or whatever and now it's it's out there and it's hard to deny and he's like you know what yeah i, I looked into it i researched this drug and I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. Yeah. So give him credit on that, I guess. Give him credit for at least not BSing everybody. Yeah. For just admitting it. I mean, it took him a little bit. So in 2012, you know, the anti-doping agency came out and dropped bombs on all of his denials, mm -hmm. claiming him to be the, the ringleader of the operation. And that operation was actually considered to be the most sophisticated doping kind of scandal or crime that there's ever been known, right? In that's sports, what they said. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And man. It's I'm, probably true. I mean, if all of the athletes are doing it and they're hiding it and then the agency is like a couple years behind them, like yeah. they're more advanced. So that's, that's what, you know, it's claimed to be the most sophisticated, you know, doping crime that there's ever been known. And then it took them, what, a year or so to come out on Oprah, on Oprah, <laughs> right? So he came out on Oprah and he was like, you know what? I did do it. Oprah straight up was like, did you, did you use like, steroids? Yep. And he's like, yes, I did. So it took him a year, you know, but he did it. He came out and now this documentary is out, you know, covering what he did and how he did it. Yeah. And it was more interesting than I thought, like before coming into it, I don't know. I didn't expect anything, but I honestly had no idea 
that he was that kind of person. He was like hot. He was a hothead. He was he full was a of hothead. himself. Yeah, he was very cocky. He was, yeah, super cocky. Exactly, dude. He thought he was going to beat you, beat you in anything. And I had no idea if, I guess, because he was such like a good cancer yeah, advocate. Exactly. He was he like seemed, an activist. Yeah. And it you seemed see good. Everybody would wear the Live Strong bracelets. Yeah, you remember those bracelets, those yellow, bra- those yellow bracelets everybody has? Those yeah. were his. I remember forcing our parents to be like, look, we got to go to the Nike outlet. We got <laughs> to pick one. up some of those bracelets. I had one. Yeah, I definitely had more than one. I'm pretty sure those were his. Yeah, those bracelets those. were his. So he was good. Like he was doing well, very good for and the yellow research. The yellow came from that Tour de France jersey, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. Because he was the only one wearing it. I'm pretty sure something like that. I think the yellow so jersey meant something. The winner, the winner of Tour de France gets Wears the yellow. It? Yeah. And he Represented by keep, he probably kept yeah. wearing it for seven straight years. Yep, and then those yellow lift strong bracelets came out and became almost like a very popular, like a very positive kind of figure who is doing these things for good for story, cancer a and super everything. good, very story. good story, very good story. Survives cancer and comes back and competes better than what it was. Yep. And then all of a sudden that bomb dropped where, you know, he is doping and now he's looked to be as, you know, one of the not most hated, but just like kind of like a liar. Somebody yeah, who, for sure. His reputation, super yeah, tarnished, tanked, absolutely tarnished. And, and not only his reputation, but ever since that, you know, that story in 2012 that came out about the cyclist doping. He's been sued ever since then. Oh, so yeah. Ever since that came out, he's been sued by, you know, whether it's his, um, like his advertisement or not his advertisement, but his like sponsors. sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Sponsors. His sponsor. It was USPS to the government, the freaking postal service. Yeah. That was sued the, him. Yep. I think it's just because he was competing while they were paying him and he was cheating. Exactly. He was on this top level but he was cheating. So they should have not been giving him that money because he was cheating to get it. So and then I think they're they like, sued we're, him. Yeah. we're paying you. So you got to pay us back. It's and like he said you. it was a hundred million dollars. Initially, the lawsuit was a hundred million dollars. And he's like, I don't have that yeah, money. He's like the nuclear option, dude, I got to yeah. do something. I can't remember how he explained it. He said something about if there's like a 10% chance that I'm going to end up paying a hundred million dollars, then I'm going to, maybe end up paying 10 million or something like that. And his lawyers were able to lower it to like 5 million. Yep. It ended up being $5 million, which is a huge gap from a hundred. And he's like, I don't have it. Yeah. He's like, I don't have a hundred million, but I do got five. I do, <laughs> I do, I do got, got five. five for the USPS. Yeah. So whatever he paid his fines, he paid the $5 million lawsuit. Um, and now he's just regarded as like a villain almost, you know, after all, everything that he did with live strong, the bracelets, everything that he did came back. What a wonderful story. And now he's just looked at as a villain. Now he's just looked at a as cheater. A, a cheater, a cheater, exactly. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. He's, he's just, yeah. I mean, his, his reputation tanked and he was regarded as such a good guy. Right. And you would, you would think that he, you would like, imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then watching that documentary, it almost like, it didn't make you think that he wasn't that, that he was a bad guy, yeah, but he definitely wasn't sure. as 
good as you thought back then that he was. You know, he, I mean, he openly cussed. He said the F word yeah, a lot. Yeah, he was calling people, yeah, a bunch yeah. of mean ass stuff. And they yeah. were competitors. And I guess there was one race where they were, it was like a time trial or something like that. And he beat everybody on the downhill, like when there was speed. I guess I can't remember what word they used. Yeah, like, like a trial, like yeah, a time trial. It was or downwind or something like that. It was downwind and they were going and they had to turn around and it was upwind and it was a lot harder. And that's when Lance took over and he just made a huge gap. And after they were done, he was like, everybody was tired. Everybody was super stressed and out. Like, he wanted keep to keep it. going. He's like, let's yeah, keep it, it like, going. That was just a warm up for him. That He wanted to keep it going, but he was obviously cussing him out, <laughs> saying yeah, a bunch yeah. of things. And it's funny too, the documentary started with him saying the F word, right? So it was, yep. he's like, it took, so from what, 2012, 2013, around that time, he went five years straight every day with somebody coming up to him and saying, F you, like, <laughs> F you for doing that. F you for, for thinking that, you know, you're, you're the best when you're not, you know, F you. This, F you so he said, yeah, five years straight of that every day, just hearing people say that. And then he's like, for a couple months, you know, for a couple months, I didn't hear it. And he's like, wow, this is really strange. Like, man, are people really over it? And then he said, one day someone <laughs> came up to him and just was like, yo, yo. F you. And then all of a sudden the people around him were like, yo, ten F people. you, F <laughs> He said, yeah, 10 people were just chanting cheater and yeah. all this F you, And then <laughs> he went in and he bought him drinks or something like that. He was like, you know what? Send him my love. Here's some drinks for you. Respect. So, That's a boss move. Super yeah. boss move, dude. Yeah, that is that is a boss move. So for him to do that, not not to respond negatively or to say "f you" back or whatever, or I got money, mm -hmm. I'm the champ, whatever. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna buy you I'm guys do drinks. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna do something nice for these guys. So he's, you know, he understands where people are coming from. He gets that, you know, he's seen as being yeah. that steroids guy, right? Like being that kind Absolutely. of absolutely being it, that sort of villain. And he seems to be okay with it nowadays. He seems to be yeah. at ease with it. Like, yeah, I think maybe getting it off your chest and just admitting to everything. Because he wasn't saying no at all. I can't remember what question some the interviewer asked him. It was something where he said, oh, man, I can't remember. He said something and he was just like, yeah, I was definitely taking that stuff. I can't remember how he said it, though. I can't remember what the question was. But he was just admitting to everything. Yeah, and maybe that, you know, kind of helped him get over it at the same time. And was it's like, not you know, eating at him. It's, it's out not, there. Yeah. You it's know. done. Yeah, it's it's over with. It's out there. I put it out there. I admitted to it all. So now it's just time to to move on from from that life onto this now. Life. Stripped so. him of his everything. Yeah, I think he they got stripped, stripped him from of all of his wins. Yeah, but, you know, that's what happens. But at the same time, if everybody was doing it right and he was the one doing it too and yet he's the best is he still considered the best yeah. like do you hate the player hate the game like i don't know yeah that's like, sort of that argument kind of comes up he's like in the culture he's in like why I don't oh know. yeah oh yeah but like, people again, that don't even that don't even follow cyclists cycling at all they know who lance armstrong is and I bet you it was because of everything he did, like being the cancer survivor, coming back and then being on top of the world. Everybody knows him. And then the scandal comes out and yeah. it makes him like it's I feel like that would probably make his name more well known because it's just 
everywhere every and then how bicycling is like in europe and america now yeah everywhere right. so it was europe was like the main kind of the best area. for a while yeah the main area for for cyclists and things i mean the tour de france is in france and you know from the french are considered to be one of the best ones so it's good though i mean that he was able to kind of change the sport and i'm sure he brought more attention to oh, things yeah, and more popularity sure. so Especially being American, you know, like that's and I think they said that he was won the first world championship he won. I think he was the only second American. And that makes me think that I don't know of too many other Americans who won the Tour de France. And then and they were all interviewed too. a lot of the cyclists from Europe. They were explaining everything. You remember they said like the Spaniards act this way. The Italians oh, yeah. do this. The French are like full of themselves because they host the because world's biggest have, yeah. tour. And but the Americans are like, I've never met anybody weirder than the Americans. Yeah, because he's like. He's like, Americans have so many options for sports. They have football. They have basketball. Oh, that's they have, right. <laughs> they're like, they have so many options for sports that the weird guys are the ones that choose cycling. And that's what he was saying. He was like, the weirdest people that I've ever met are American cyclists. He's like, those are those Very are the weirdest good people. point. Because they're like the, I don't know, the odd men out. Because yeah, they're like, athletes and they know that they could make it far in whatever maybe they put their mind to. And I don't know, maybe they're not tall enough. They're not. And yeah, yeah. and cycling I mean, is like individual. There's exactly. almost nothing. There's That's just, what I was about to say. It's cycling it's just is just pedaling, like an individual like just, sport. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that Lance Armstrong documentary looks good. Um, just based off of that first part, the uh, next part's coming out right in Sunday. So yeah, it looked, it looked good. And I mean, the one that we watched was good. It was very interesting. It was two know. hours. Yeah. And it was good to sit through. Like, yeah, I think it was also who he was. He was pretty like, I have no idea. It was a different guy. And it just, he was, I don't know, like he was just driving in the car or something, right? They told him to wear a seatbelt. And then he was like, no, you don't have to wear a seatbelt in the backseat. Yeah, he's just like, oh, and they're yeah. like, yeah, you do. You <laughs> definitely do. And he's started talking about something else yeah, and never put care. on the seatbelt yeah i don't know he just seems like he just doesn't care yeah, that, that dude much. that he just like is gonna do whatever he wants to do regardless you know whatever happens happens he's gonna do it yeah but uh we'll go from lance armstrong from one kind of criminal kind of thing to sort of <laughs> yeah i mean it's cheating like a sports the system sport yeah exactly there you go that's a better term is a cheating <laughs> the system from one cheater of the system to another cheater of the system we're gonna go ahead and talk about Lori laughlin aka, AKA yeah aka aunt becky i'm becky from full house fuller house becky costopolis becky costopolis and then her <laughs> husband I'm not going to pronounce this wrong. It seems like a very Italian. Not Uncle Jesse. Not Uncle Jesse. Yeah, she's cheating. She's out here cheating with Uncle Jesse. This guy's name is Mosimo Gaianuli. Something. He's probably something important, I'd imagine. Mosimo Gaianuli. He's, uh, he's Aunt Becky's husband, and he is a fashion designer. Again, he's not Uncle Jesse, not no Jan Stamos. Um, so they both are accused of paying $500,000 to a man named William Rick Singer. And this dude, William, um, he was paid over $20 million to inflate entrance exam scores and to bribe college officials. So this guy, I mean, he's probably been doing it for a long time. 
For sure, because well, what was it? Twenty million, right? He was paid over twenty million dollars. Yeah, and I'm sure it was over the course of course of years and years and years. I'm sure it's not it was his first time doing it or his first year doing it. So he's probably just known kind of around that sort of like scammy community that he's able to to get your kids into the schools that you guys want if you pay an outrageous amount because it seems like half a million right she paid half a million dollars dollars to get her daughter into usc which is a private school i'd imagine obviously i think you have to be accepted it's not like just anybody but what's the tuition what do you think like i don't think it's over a hundred thousand dollars like for a year no two semesters right that sounds crazy yeah so if you go to school five years not of like that's a stupid price i would why like go to another school go to something else i don't know for because i'm imagining let's say max it's like Twenty five thousand a semester. Yeah, I was gonna maybe. say like maybe twenty thousand a so semester. So fifty thousand a year, let's say, and you go to school four or five years. That's a horrible price. Yeah, yeah. So they paid that guy allegedly, right? I mean, they're gonna plead guilty. That's already came out that Aunt Becky and her husband are gonna plead guilty to the charges. They're gonna plead guilty and admit to paying that guy five hundred thousand um, dollars to, you know inflate entrance exams and the whole thing was and becky's daughters were gonna be on the rowing team right so rowing is i don't know on the boats right you're just rowing yeah you're just probably like i don't know like four or five people on like a canoe and you're just going and never seen it i don't think it's an olympic sport i think it might be really i feel like you're right you're probably right i think it is for sure yeah i think now i'm imagining it it's a like a long yeah yeah i'm imagining it for sure so i am becky's daughter her name is olivia jade laughlin olivia jade laughlin i don't know she just goes exactly like her dude just younger version exactly like her so she was going to be on the rowing team according to the documents and everything um because athletes are able to have lower entrance exams they're able to have lower gpas Mm -hmm. so you know because they can go on the athletic scholarship so it's almost like that's what they were going for because i assume that i mean well obviously her scores weren't good enough she didn't have it exactly obviously why pay five hundred thousand if she could get a scholarship herself obviously her gpa was down not even a scholarship just for her to get in just for her to get in so her scores were low her gpa was low so they're like okay we're gonna fake you being on the rowing team and then we're gonna inflate your test scores or whatever we're gonna pay this guy to get you in and it worked out the guy was able to successfully get her in she was on the team right officially officially i think she was on the team like her name was on the roster but in the team pictures and stuff she never was there Mm. yeah she was never on the team pictures but officially i think on the rosters her her name was on there but not on not she never went to practice she never did those kind of things she just whatever for whatever reason her name was on the roster and then you know obviously that raised suspicion and they looked into it and they found out that she actually wasn't supposed to be there. She isn't on the team. She never rode a day in her life. She never was on the rowing team. She never practiced. <laughs> wow. And and so what the guy was doing was William Rick Singer, what he was doing was he was setting, you know, kind of this 
up as a charity. So he was putting a fake charity and then people would look like they were donating, donating money to this guy's charity when in reality they were yeah. paying him to scam and fraudulently, you know, inflate these test scores and things like that. So it's it's a uh, huge it's, business, too, is what it seems like yeah, a rich person's game. A rich right? Exactly. Game, the only people who are going to pay are important people with a lot of money who are ready, I guess, who have. I was going to say dumb kids <laughs> who aren't good enough to make it into the school yeah, without maybe paying not dumb, half a million dollars. Yeah, bad student kids. Yeah. That's not good enough. But I, I don't see why you just go to a crap, go to another crappy university. There's plenty of them. Go. It's the image. It's yeah, the reputation. You're probably right. The prestige of exactly. going to USC, going to a private school, going to a California school too. Like I'm, all those USC, UCLA, Stanford, all those schools seem as like they're prestigious. They have this status about exactly. Them. That's exactly right. And they're so full of themselves. Exactly. Dude. And I think Aunt Becky, they caught her on tape saying that she doesn't want her daughter going to ASU. She doesn't want she doesn't want her want her going to Arizona State. She wants that USC because <laughs> because of what you were saying because of the pre- because of the prestige because of that sort of next level of like you know we're better than you because we went to USC. You went to Arizona State. Like mm-hmm. we're we're the better state than you. College college yeah and then i don't know asu might be a bad example because they're extra party they're and, extra party and their school. acceptance rate is like 95 percent yeah, or they something they have a hundred thousand students they're huge because they accept everybody they might be a bad example but that but they they caught her on tape saying like yeah we don't want our daughters going to asu so we that want shows them. you that definitely shows you that she wants that image they were interested in the prestige her daughter. And the she reputation. wants her daughter yeah to go to a private school so fancy exactly and and the funny thing too is um the daughters like openly are saying that they had no idea that her mother was doing that mm-hmm. and it's like dude come on i'm man. sure i'm sure if you had a 2.0 gpa in high school it's like what i got accepted to usc yeah what? exactly it's like you yeah. sure yeah, <laughs> are wait, you sure are you they, got the numbers right me yeah that's weird right it's, it's like you she would, has to know yeah she definitely has you to know you have to know and there's a video i don't know if it's more than just one but there's definitely one video of her almost like doing the exercises of like rowing mm. and like doing these sort of things and there's like a video of her doing that i don't know what the purpose of the, the video fake it for. to make yeah. it seem like it's probably like a highlight video you know yeah, how they like, create yeah. mixtapes in basketball it's you're probably right. like your mixtape of rowing or something exactly like she trains hard look at her she's good yeah just and to just something right it's probably not as well done as the real athletes because she probably doesn't have too much footage of her yep. rowing and competitions and stuff but if you can fake it, you know, a little bit and Laura Laughlin, I'm sure she's very well versed on how to act scenes out. Yeah. And has the money for it. Right. So so they claim that they had no idea that their parents were doing that. And yet there's videos of, you know, her rowing like that and pretending to do but it. Yep, so it's like I believe you. So it's like you definitely got to know it. Go back. Going back to your point, too, of having that low GPA and being accepted to USC. Right. It's like. That should have raised a red flag, but she she had to have known. Olivia Jade had had to have known what her mom and Becky was doing. So, I mean, she's just as guilty, right? I mean, 
and Becky paid the money, but she's the one she's, that's yeah, going She's in. not a victim, right? Like she's not, yeah. she, she shouldn't be seen as the victim in this situation as like almost a pawn in her mother's like scheme or something like that. She was she a knew. huge part of it. Yeah, she knew. She's, th- I mean, she's the main person. She's the one that's going from, you know, being on this rowing team and then USC and having all these things going on about her and, She's saying that she didn't know when she had to have known. I mean, she. Uh, what sure. else? Why else would they be like? Okay, you know what? We need you to do this exercise right here, and we're going to record you. It's like how how could you have convinced her to do that without actually telling her like, what? It was? Why would you join the rowing team, or I guess almost pretend to be on the rowing team when you have nothing to do with rowing or no anything, experience, no knowledge, never done nothing. It. And then they're like, yeah, sure, I'll be on the rowing team. Like, it's that yeah. easy to be a D1 athlete. Yeah, they're like, this sport is small enough. No one's going to even care about it. That's so, insulting, dude. Yeah. So, and then they got busted, you know. And not only Aunt Becky and her husband, it was reported that over 50 people have gone busted sending that dude money. So, and and there's been a lot of them that have already pleaded guilty and so they're and Becky and her husband are pleading guilty. And supposedly there's the there's a deal. That's where, for sure a deal. Why else would you yeah. plead guilty? So that's for sure a plea deal. Some kind. The something. deal that's been reported is that and Becky's going to go to jail for two months and then her husband's going to be five months, I think. Which will not be two months. Even <laughs> if she serves a day in jail, it won't be two months. Doubt it. Because then they can use the coronavirus as an excuse or whatever. And something. I mean, that that's that already, scandal. Yeah. That scandal probably should deserves like at least a decade or however. Like that's huge, right? You're cheating a ginormous system that you would think is untouchable. Like and not accepting only that, people in the government. School. The government ran. Well, I don't know if USC is government ran, but the NCA definitely they have something. Is. Universities have something to do with government. Yeah. with stuff. Yeah, so, and they got busted, and now they're down to two months in jail. Wow. How lucky, dude. How nice it is, dude. How nice it might feel. It goes back to being a rich person's game. You know, that's that's a game for rich people, you know, trying to scam the system. It's like they get two months. It's like nobody in, like, the middle class or lower class is even going to think about that stuff. It's like... That thought process and that kind of scheme is only for rich people like that. Mm-hmm. that Very good point. Dude. Yeah, it's it's only for, for a rich person. It's a rich person's game because you have to have that money f- for it to put down. And not only that, just to have kind of that thought process of like, you know, because rich people are able to evade things that middle class people. Yeah, get that's exactly for. Uh, that's what I was going to say, dude. It was like, I bet you they thought they were like they're they're under the table. They for sure thought we're never going to get caught. They're never going to find out whatever system we have is perfect because for five hundred thousand, I'd expect to never get caught and never get any sort of suspicion thrown at me. What? I wonder who was it. There had to have been like a whistleblower or something like yeah, from that know. guy's perspective, the guy who was actually paying off everybody, who would you think he would have to pay off? Like the admissions person, I don't yeah. know, like a dean of admissions or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or maybe not the president, right, of USC. Probably not that deep. Yeah, I don't know. I they know. wouldn't take it, right? Like maybe unless it was everybody has a price. Who said right. that? Yeah, there's a price for everything, right? So I don't know. Maybe it depends on how deep it is, but 
I don't know how crazy the investigation is, but I'm sure they can find that out. Yeah, they probably know, already did, to be I honest. And I know that some people got fired from the colleges, like some college officials got fired and things like that. So people lost their job over accepting those bribes and... And it's, it's, it's just bad, dude. Like, and, and for all that, for scamming and everything, it's like eh, two months in two jail. Two months worth it. We won. I think they have to worth obviously it. pay a fine. They got to pay some sort of fine. I don't, I don't know what the number is, but the two months in jail is like, dude, if, I mean, if anybody else, right. If, if somebody not famous was, it were to do Gone. that for years and she, but I guess when she comes out, she's probably never going to have another acting gig. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, you're, Here, she's done, dude. And she's even black before balled. then, I mean, what Fuller House yeah. was, but still, know. it's a huge Netflix show. Yeah, probably raking so. in a lot. Yeah, she was definitely on Fuller House. So, and then everything came out, and she got busted. And ever since then, she's been in and out of courts, paying fines. But you know, she's she got let off pretty easily, dude. Pretty easily. It's a couple fines, two months in jail. That's it. And then obviously her daughter can't go to USC no yeah, more. Dude. <laughs> the funny thing too is uh, David Dobrik. There's that um, vlog where David Dobrik posted of her. He he was recording her moving into her dorm, her college dorm. And he caught history. Yeah, dude. He, he was recording. Little did he know that she should not have been there. Dude. Yeah, Little he, did he know. That she's one of the most, like, I don't know, scandalous, like, the stu- in all the country, right? Like, someone that got yeah. in, that just cheated the system, that just should not be there. And I guess that's the point, right? That's the mean thing. She took someone's spot. Exactly. She that's took other point. people who deserved it. She took them out because yeah, one person, she has a lot of money. Yeah, one person that deserved to get in did not get in because of her money because of her parents because of who she was born into like the family that she was born into she she took someone else's spot who you know who knows could be the best neurosurgeon of all time something right whatever. something who knows could yeah, have cured it, cancer could have it's all ended what the ifs. world who knows but all what if so who who really knows but it, you're right that's a very good point it did take a spot out of somebody who definitely deserved it so it's very scandalous like it's just it's just a horrible thing to do. Like, it's just, you're above, you think you're above everybody else. And that's funny, dude. And Dobrik was there yeah. to vlog that dude. And so to catch some history. There's dude, a video out there in. on YouTube of Olivia Jade and Becky's daughter moving into her dorm at USC illegally. She was not supposed to be there. And she knew, right? And she yeah, knew. Yeah, she had to have known. There's no and she's chance. flaunting. I think she has her own YouTube channel with a lot of subscribers. Yeah, she. I think she went quiet for a couple months. How I don't. I don't know how long, but she and definitely she came went quiet back or something. Yeah, and she came out with like some something saying Damn. that she had no idea. You know, my parents did this. I didn't know. And it's like you're. You're lying through your teeth, girl. Yeah, dude. She's in having Dobrik record makes me think that she's just like, she's out there. She's like, I don't care, right? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to get busted. Millions of people will see this and they will have no idea. I'm not going to get busted. Nothing's going to happen to me. I'm going to be here for a couple years. That's I'm going to graduate. That's snaky, dude. That's I'm going to do a couple rowing videos. <laughs> a couple practices. I'll talk to coach for a day and, yep. you know, I'm good, dude. I'm mm-hmm. on the team. Get my diploma and get out. Nah. Yeah. 
Nah, now you're now you're probably not going to college, huh? Ever. Yeah. Probably. You to some school. Maybe. ASU. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> ASU. Yeah, hey, maybe. Give them or a maybe, call. Maybe she'll go to community college, get her grades up, and then go to school. But a person like her, you know, she doesn't He's really... He's good. It, they, that's the only reason why they were doing it is because of the reputation, because of that sort of prestige. Like, she doesn't need to go to college. What job is going to pay her more than what she already has, yeah. you know? So... It's gonna have a YouTube. That's it. She can turn on the camera, have a YouTube channel, make money off that, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, she's good looking, so she she can get a modeling job or whatever, you know. Acting, I'm sure if she, that's what she wanted, whatever, anything small, I'm sure yeah, she's she could have done privileged it. enough to get a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. thrown at her. But now, is there's just a stain on her. There's a stain on her mom. So it's it's always going to be there. You know, it's such a big scandal, dude, and. And it, and it turned out to only be two months. So it's like, dude, man, rich people got it easy, huh? Rich people, we got to get on that level, right? She should just start trolling, dude. She should just come out and just start trolling and be like, fuck it, dude. Sheesh. I don't care. I got two years of education. Yeah. I'm going to start my own college. <laughs> I'm going to start my own school. <laughs> yeah. She could. She got the money for it. But you just yeah. start messing around. But yeah, I mean... I know Olivia Jade didn't deserve it, but yeah, she pleaded guilty and Lori Laughlin pleaded guilty only two months, but we'll see, we'll see, probably zero. We'll see. Right. I mean, regardless, her reputation is tainted. She's got a stain on her, on her car. She's not probably going to be seen on TV anymore on, not on Netflix. You know, her girl isn't probably going to go to college anymore, but Whatever to them, they still got money. You That's know? what she gets, though. You know, yeah, any punishment, it. if anything that she gets, she deserves it. Like anything that's coming to her, she deserves it. Yep. Going from, but let's just switch going from one person who's going to go to jail to another person <laughs> who has gotten out of jail due to coronavirus is the infamous, notorious rainbow headed <laughs> rainbow grilled 69 tatted king Kikashi, of new york king of new york self king of new york self, himself self-proclaimed king of new york takashi 69 so he got out of jail he's a rapper he's probably you know he's one of the most famous rappers well known right like, now yeah for like sure whether if it's famous or infamous like Everybody knows him. They know that rainbow-headed dude when he comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he's a he's a rapper. He got busted for what was it? Racketeering? Yeah, he was like a gang leader, right? That's what it kind of says. That's what I think racketeering is. Like you're seen as the gang leader or the dude that's doing everything. A big-time dog, I would imagine. Yeah, so he got busted for racketeering. I don't really know the specifics of it, but, you know. What was it? Life, right? It was, they was said that he was going to get life or 30 years. Yeah, there was something crazy. Yeah. Something like that. And then I don't even think he lasted like a year and a half. Was it two years? It was like, I think it was. 2018. I think it was late 2018. And so like a year and a half he was in jail he comes out and then he goes on Instagram live and at one time. On that Instagram live feed, there was 2 million people watching him. After he got out of jail, I mean, he hasn't been in the news for a year and a half. I mean, people are in the news like, oh, he's he's a snitch, right? That was the thing is that he was a rat. He was snitching That's on... That's how we got out. That's how we ended up getting out and getting his sentence 
what's it called? Reduced. Like, reduced because he was just ratting everybody out. And everyone knew it. He knew it. He released the song first, and then he started his live stream playing the song What's the with song these called? two chicks, Gooba or Gooba, Gooba, something like that. And he starts the live streams with these two chicks, dude, that are just dancing to his music. And then he comes out, chained out, iced out, just talking scat, dude, just and straight. A million people, and then a million and a half, and then two million people are on his live at one time. And that music video has like 230 million views right now. And when it first came out, like I listened to it, I remember it was at like, I think 30 million. And then it went up to 70, 90 quick, very quick. The video just exploded. And now it's at 240. You Close checked it to, earlier this yeah, morning, it was like right? 232 or something like that. 232 million people openly watching a video of this guy who admitted to snitching. I mean, he admitted to snitching. He put a rat, the rat emoji on his face in the video. Like doesn't so, care. He so flat out doesn't care. He's doubling down on it. He's telling everybody he's a snitch. What did he say about? He's like, if I would be mad too. Yeah. If, if there was a rat in jail that got out because he was a rat, then he started making music and had better numbers than me. I'd be mad too. He was saying, he was like, I'd be mad too. For sure. If someone came out in that fashion, I'd be pissed off too. <laughs> and he did though. That's the thing. Like he's not lying. Yeah. He's got a bunch of views on that video. So what and did you say? Two so million? Two hundred million, two hundred and thirty million on YouTube. The music right? video. The music video compared to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's music video is at like forty million. Not even fifty, right? And so, they're so number one. Yeah, apparently. and they have the number one Billboard song when Takashi's got two hundred million more views on YouTube than they do. And it's Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. They do not have enough pull together, combined, to, to match Takashi's. And that's crazy. That's crazy. So dude. he's not lying, dude. When he came out on that Instagram video and he was like, the king is back, dude. I have returned. Yeah. So he wasn't lying. He came it's out of jail. Like what that. you were saying, whether you like him, you know who he is and you watch it. You're going to keep paying attention to him, dude, because he's so unique. He is. Even he his is. singing is like super unique. Like it's he's almost screaming like he's almost rapping, but like yelling at you andrew schultz said a good point he's like regardless if you think he's good or not at rapping what he's good at is grabbing attention <laughs> a lot of he attention is, two million views on instagram at a time broke that the record, record? Yeah. yeah everybody and, and we were saying that it was very smart of him to only have people who were verified to comment because then it's almost like everybody it's like you have you weren't you have to be there right it's Word gets out that this Instagram video is gaining ridiculous traction and it's only verified people like you're just reading their replies as it comes in. All the celebrities, all exactly. the people with millions of followers. So people that are not famous can then go on to his live and be like and check out what famous people are saying. And then at the same time, the famous people can comment on his stuff and get their sort of, you know, their following or their kind of promotions out there because and of his video. that just makes it huge, dude. Yeah. That makes it ginormous. Wasn't Lil Nas saying he was cute or something? Yeah, he was yeah. like, hey, dude, he's cute. Yeah, Lil Nas was, <laughs> freaking awesome. was making comments and stuff. And 
I mean, that video, that live video got a ridiculous Destroyed amount. Destroyed the records, dude. And as soon as he got out of jail, right, he himself hasn't posted for a year and a half. And then his first post back is that live video and it gains so much attention. And then he drops his music video and his music it's video huge, goes crazy. Ginormous. And yet he lands on number three on the hot, on the billboard. Behind Ariana and Justin. Now, do we, when we were talking about it before, I said that there's no way billboards would put Takashi at number one. There's it's, just no way. He just, I don't yeah. see it happening. Billboard is seen as like prestigious. Like I mean, it's something, the main source, right? Like that's the that, top 100. That's like, like you the would metric, think, right? Yeah. Like that's like the measuring tool of people's songs, right? Is billboard. Like I'm sure there's plenty of other lists and plenty of other, you know, things that people can use, but billboard is the one that people use. Like, like how we were talking about tour de France with Lance Armstrong, like how tour de France is kind of that championship, that billboard is kind of that mm-hmm. prestigious, like the number one spot. And, and it's so, almost the name is just synonymous billboard, yeah, billboard toppers like chart toppers. It was those charts are really the only ones a lot of people pay attention to. And I mean, he almost has 200 million more views than Justin's and Ariana's does. And yet, yeah, yeah. he's and, three and he's number three and they're number one. And then he came out and said that Justin and Ariana buys their streams, which Man, all right. Like, I don't know what buy, like, I don't know exactly what he means, but absolutely they both put in money to promote their songs. That's what everybody does. It's everybody not, does nothing it, wrong yeah. with it. But how they do it, I don't know. Like, I don't know, no, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what he means, but they for sure put in a lot of money so their song goes out into the world. And Takashi what he said that I can't remember what the number was. Let's just put an example. I think it was I think it was, but I'm not sure. He said that like half a million dollars worth of stream views or half a million dollars of bought CDs or bought records, whatever, came from six credit cards. And he said it happened at the last minute. The last minute, somehow six credit cards bought that meant that much, you know, streams or that much, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And that's what he's claiming. And then Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande responded to it, dude. Which is what you never do, dude. You never do to a troll, a guy who just is out there for attention. He came out of jail and is name dropping three of the biggest singer-songwriters ever, Justin Bieber, Ariana, and then Snoop Dogg, comes out and just calls them whatever, roasts them just to get attention just to get and all three of them responded all three of them and broke what did that do one rule dude what did that do that made him more famous and more like, into the spotlight ariana responds to takashi 69 just in response to whatever takashi said takashi 69 blah 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 that's exactly what he wanted exactly he wanted that response for them he wanted them to you know try to fight him and try to argue him with him Man. and and they went along with it, and guess what? I'm sure he gained a shit ton more followers. I'm sure he gained, you know, more more media coverage and everything. So because his name, it doesn't matter if it's bad news or whatever. Bad, what do they say? Bad publicity, good publicity. Yeah, it's bad still publicity. publicity, dude. Exactly. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Whether he's famous or infamous, you know his name. You know his. You know who Man. he is. You take a look at that rainbow hair. And, and then like, he said Jay-Z and Nicki Minaj also said that artists buy streams. Yeah. He used their words who are titans, right? Jay-Z, Nicki. 
huge names in the industry and he used their words to be like hey these people also said that famous artists buy streams so they can chart they can top the charts and 200 million more views on youtube dude come on it's hard to come on he's argue right. the other way he's it's absolutely hard. right dude and Ari, I mean, Ariana and Justin came back with their sort of argument to the whole thing. I, I can't remember. Of course, they're number one, right? Of yeah. course, they're number one and they're able to talk down, right? They're able to be like, all right, everybody's, you know, everybody should feel fortunate and blessed that they have the talent and they're good enough to make it on the billboards. Everybody should be happy. And then she was like, even if you're number three, even if you're the third yeah. guy, you should still be happy. Obviously, being number one, it's easy to say that, right? Super easy. Yep, it's easier to talk down to everybody. But if when she was three and Mr. Takashi 69 was number one, she would be outraged. Oh, yeah. dude. Everybody would. Outraged, exactly. So all the little radio stations that love Ariana and Justin, dude, they nonstop talk about it i mean they went along with exactly but I think what he's he right dude I, i'm on his side honestly i'm on his side like, just dude. think about it like will billboard really put his song at number one that will, dude that guy will they really and i don't know if it's true or not i mean it could just be a conspiracy or something that somebody posted online or whatever but i i read somewhere that billboard I don't think he's, they're suing Takashi, but they're like taking everything off. Like they don't want to, anything to do with him. But again, it's just something that I read. I'm not sure if Man. that's true, but if it is true, it's like, that's, that's a up. horrible decision, yeah. dude. It's like the Michael Jordan shoe situation. The NBA were like, Hey, you have to follow our rules and wear these certain shoes. And then Nike was like, Hey, they banned our shoes. They were so good that the NBA had to ban these shoes. Yep. Just like that. It's so like Takashi could it. be like, yo, I am so good that the billboards had to take me off the charts. Yep. That's how good I am. Here, listen to this. And then people will listen. I mean, that's a bad decision if that's true, dudes. Then again, billboard responded. Just let him chat. Let him be. I was thinking like when you said Andrew Schultz, right? He The video he came out with was comparing like Takashi to Trump. Yeah, dude, I think the mistake like I was thinking when we were saying that Takashi was able to get all this media attention because Justin and Ariana responded. I want to say like when Trump came out in 2015 and he said all that stuff about Mexicans, what happened the next day? Everybody was talking about him, whether it was good or bad. Everybody was saying his name and it just exploded his popularity, I'd imagine. Yep. Just like what happened to Takashi, dude, the media needs to learn to just <laughs> let them talk. Do not respond. Don't say their name. Just leave them alone. But that's not going to happen. And they didn't, dude. I bet you if you left Trump, just chat and blabber and whatever, and you quit saying his name and quit reporting on him, he probably wouldn't have gotten as much popularity as he did. But the media has their job, too, to do. Like, their job but is to is, get yeah, clicks. Yeah, I guess that's right. Like, their job is to get clicks. Interesting they're, dude. He's just both of them. They're just these and figures. Writing about Donald Trump or writing about Takashi Six 
9 is going to get those views, is going to get those clicks. So it's like they're both benefiting from what they're doing. They're both doing their job, right? Takashi's trying to get the attention. And while these people are giving it to him at the same time by, you know, the media giving him the attention, they're also getting their attention. You know, yep. people are clicking on their articles to read. And it helps everybody. Yeah, right? so Everyone in the situation gets helped out. Yeah, it's. It's a tough decision. I mean, man, dude, I'm on his side, dude. I am for sure on his side. Ariana and Justin don't deserve to be on that number one spot. And they're only there because of who they are. Just look at the YouTube the streams. numbers. What Just he was saying is like numbers. What he's I think he said in the live stream is like men lie, women lie, but numbers don't dude. like I have bigger numbers than them. And based off of that, he's right. I mean, 200 million views. I get it. Okay. Maybe if it was a million or two million, but 200 million more views. Mm -hmm. His song. <laughs> on YouTube. And they're, you know, Ariana and Justin are like, well, it's because of we're only counting domestic streams, domestic views. Oh, it's like, okay. Yeah. Good excuse. Regardless, I'm sure he's still putting up more numbers here. 200 yeah. right there. If you want to add the other platforms, I'm sure they do not amass 200 million. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And the, the other thing um, on his side for, he got upset that the charity, I think it was um, no kids hungry. So no kids hungry charity. Takashi tried to donate $200,000 to their cost, Man. to their charity. $200,000 to No Kid Hungry Charity. And that charity denied. They denied him the money. They denied his donation. They were like, nope, we're not taking your money. Which raises the question, is their image more important to them than feeding the kids that are hungry? Than actually doing what they set out to do. Than actually receiving money and charity and donations so they can feed hungry children. Their image, like the person who gave it to you, right? You don't want to be associated like because obviously i think regardless articles were still printed with their names next to each other but like, i'm imagining let's say they accepted the donation and it comes out that takashi 69 donates two hundred thousand to this charity right your name what was it there, no kids hungry no no kids hungry yeah. so bam the, your name is just right there next to his yeah right regardless though i think rejecting it maybe I don't know. It seems like it's kind of has brought in the attention down a little bit. I don't know. But man, you're right. They're worried about their reputation, how they look in the public eye instead of actually receiving $200,000 to feed hungry children, which is what your cause. And don't come at me and say that all kids are full. Like there's like, plenty dude, of kids that are hungry. They would love to have $200,000. That's of a kids. huge amount plenty of kids out there that are hungry and and you said no because he's takashi 69 just because of who he is yeah and that money i mean i'm sure that money's clean it's clean money i don't think it's yeah, dirty exactly money. Like, right he's i'm sure exactly i I'm, saw a video of him giving a million dollars to his mom and he said something like that like yeah it's this is good like this is not this clean, is music yeah. money this isn't I'm assuming, right? I'm sure he does have some sort of elite, but nothing, nothing compared to what he's gotten yeah, from so. his troll career. <laughs> it's very, I mean, I kind of see no, no kid is hungry point. You know, they're trying to hold that sort of image, but I don't at all. What's, what's more important? I don't at all. Money you, speaks, dude. Yeah, Money's you, everything. It comes down to it. Like what's more important, feeding these kids or maintaining your image. And they chose the image. 
but maybe I guess what you're saying now I sort of understand if their image is bad then no one's gonna donate then no one then yeah. maybe at the end they're not gonna get as much as they could have because it's like oh Takashi's donating money they accepted his money like okay I'm dude? gonna I'm yeah, gonna take my money exactly. somewhere else like but still man that 200,000 it was was in your guys's account was in your guys's thing and you ready guys to go like, denied it denied it i mean dude that's that's a very touchy subject but i'm with takashi on that they should not have denied him take money. the money dude yeah. wherever it's from take it obviously obviously if it's from pablo escobar or el chapo or something then it's like all right man there's a lot of crispy bills like i'm good but Takashi 69 his image is known as pretty much like a rat but a rapper like he's not and you take his money, dude. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Feed the kids, man. That's your mission. Dude, you can't and tell I'm me- sure that's why he wanted to do it, too. He didn't donate to, like, I don't know, some sort of relief, some other thing. He wanted to give it to hungry children. Yeah. And they didn't take the money. Wow. I bet you there are a lot of charities that are hitting him up, like, trying to get in contact. Like, hey, I'll we'll, take that we'll 200000 Are you kidding me? We'll take it. We'll give take 100 that. We'll take half if you want. Man, I mean, but he's just yeah. built up that image, that kind of infamy to where it's like they're going to deny things. Even a charity is going to deny him, let alone a billboard, let alone billboards going to deny him. The charities who their whole mission is to accept money, accept donations to, you know, help improve their own charity, whatever they're going for, whatever yeah. their their mission is. And you can't tell me that no kids hungry mission is over. They, you know, like they're too full of themselves, dude. That's just the bottom line. Maybe they're trying to protect their right, like bottom line. Isn't that what they say? Like they're at the end of the day, I want to say that's literally all companies worry about is how to protect their butt. But I don't know. I don't see why being associated with him matters. If he gave you money. Yeah, take it. Like, why would you be like, oh, my God, we took Takashi's money. Now no one's going to donate. Feed the kids, man. Feed. If anything, I would imagine maybe it'd get more donations, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Feed the kids now, man. Worry about later, whatever, but feed them now. They're hungry now. Yeah. At mm. the end of the day, as right now, like, I think they hurt their image. I think they did worse than what they could have if they accepted their his money. And that, I think it's worse. That's probably true. That probably is true, but I mean, that's, it's tough, dude. And this guy's just going to keep putting out, you know, he's going to keep tweeting. He's going to keep, keep calling out. out yep. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. Keep he's trolling. not going to stop. He's only what? 24. He's going to keep doing his thing. People are still going to keep following him. He's going <laughs> to, I mean, it's, ah, man, I but don't know. Don't respond, dude. That's the, honestly, the only thing, just don't give him the light of day. And I think he's making a song now about Snoop Dogg or something right? to do with Snoop Dogg. Like I his saw new song that is- he, uh, he posted a picture. He was like, the top comment is going to be the song title or something like that. The most liked comment will be the song title. And it was something to do with Snoop Dogg or something like that. And he doesn't care. That right there shows what artist does that. Yeah, he 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 really doesn't care exactly. Like he's he's doing things that nobody is going to do, nobody has ever done. Like he's just he's just only in it for attention. He's only in it for attention and at this point of time where people can really 
choose, pick and choose what they want to listen to, what they want to watch. Him being who he is, is the one that's grabbing people's attention. Regardless if it's good or bad. People are what? Two million? That's huge. That's ginormous, dude. At this moment in time, he grabs the most attention. Him and Donald Trump, they grab the most attention. Like his, those ratings, like if you want to, somehow you could look at the ratings. He was probably at the top, dude, like TV ratings. Like what, how many millions of people are watching like this certain program? Or like, or like Google searches or something like that. Dude, <laughs> he was probably at the top. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he was. That's tough. She just gets out. That's awesome, though, dude. He just gets out of jail and just starts calling out calling huge people out. names, dude. Justin and Ariana are probably the two biggest names in music, period, right, right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely up there. And he comes out and is just like, hey, he just y'all roasts, suck. Yeah, he y'all buy him. your streams. You don't deserve it. Yep, he just calls them out. And, and you're he, just like, okay. He probably really didn't have like a basis for that. Like he probably didn't have any sort of evidence. He was just like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to call him out like this. This is what's going to happen. And I'm going to get this many people to watch me. And it happened. And they responded. And then more people came and watched and more people, you know, even the hate, like I'm sure he got plenty of Ariana Grande fans and Justin Bieber fans coming at him, you know, taking shots at him. But it doesn't matter. He wants whatever he can get, whether it's good or bad. He wants it all. And it happened. It happened for him. And it probably is going to continue to happen for him. You know, is it? he's not going to stop. Yeah, he's crazy. In that live video, he had a watch and he was saying there are only two people in the world that have this watch. So if you don't have it, you're not on my level. You're he's, a little boy to that's me. That's what he said. Yeah, you're a kid to me. If there's only two people with the watch then 7 billion people <laughs> are, on this not, earth are only little boys to our little boys to this guy. <laughs> so that right there, dude, just, you need You see that you're Justin Bieber, you're Ariana. You see that you're like, okay, I know what we're dealing with. Takashi's kind of like a, don't pay attention. I don't know. I don't know if I want to call him like a scam artist or like a con, like a con man, like a scam. Cause he's putting up a front, like the way that he is, there's no way he's really like that. Like he's just putting up his own kind of character. He's just, he's just building up his own character and building him in a way that he wants to build them. That's a good point. It's probably, I mean, he, he probably didn't want to get 69 tattooed all over his body, but it's like, well, like people are looking at me. People are going to talk about it. People are going to talk about it. So that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not on his face. I'm going to dye my hair, hair rainbow colored and people are going to talk about it. And I don't know if I want to call him a scam artist or like that sort of con man, but he could be considered that, right? He could be kind of like a scammy kind of guy. I fell for it though. If he's selling you something like what he was saying about there, the people he ratted on were people who didn't trust it or like, you know, they were pretty much ratting on him. They would have killed him in prison or something like that. I can't remember what he was saying. Just that the people he ratted on were also dudes who didn't care about him. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to be on his side and it's tough not to be on his side because he makes a good argument for himself too. But at the same time, he's like this crazy dude, outrageous guy, outlandish, says things that people will never say. And he does it just for attention. So I, I want to call him a scam artist, but I also don't because it's such a negative thing. But 
That's but he has numbers. He I think a scam artist is someone who's just like, I have this product and it's this good. It's so beautiful that you should buy it, even though it's horrible. But his product is fantastic. Like his music is not good, in my opinion. But the views like if People like watch. someone wants to, I don't know, give him money. It's like, hey, like I have this music. I get this amount of views. Sponsor me. Like, let's say, I don't know, like, for example, like Coca-Cola or something like he's going to wear a Coca-Cola hat or something like that. It's like, dude, I get this amount of views. They're going to pay him. So they're going to pay them accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, he's good. Like, whatever. Like, maybe, like, I don't know. Yeah, like he's good at what he does. He's good at what he yeah, does. For sure. And he, he's got a plan out there. Whatever his plan is, it's just to grab attention. And he does it. He follows his plan. He's he, he very does it, good. Makes dude. it out successful. Two million? You wouldn't expect that at all. I don't know who you would expect to get two million people to tune in. I don't think it was Takashi Six Nine, but guess what? It was Takashi Six Nine, and that that I don't know. That pretty much makes him the most like well known rapper, yeah, or famous. musician, yeah, like fame in the world. Man, he's good at what he does. Um, but that reminded me. I don't know why when I said like con man or like scan art, scam artist, it reminded me about what um, about Adam Sandler and that uncut gems. It kind of oh, it kind of reminded me about him because adam sandler in that uncut gems he was kind of a con man a and a scam con artist man but he was also kind of i mean he was good at what he did he was able to manipulate people and manipulate things and a lot of a the times crook, dude. A, yeah like a crook there you go that's a better word not a scam artist he's just crook. a crook yeah and that that movie uh is out on netflix now uncut gems we watched it well it was in theaters i saw it twice that's how good i thought it was and dude. that movie was good i i really like that movie I'll probably and it was nobody it was just adam sandler dude yeah. kevin garnett whatever played a whatever role i don't even know any other actor that was in that movie besides adam sandler i don't know who his girl was or his mistress was i just know him he mm -hmm. carried that's that a, movie. that's a very good point because i don't remember anybody famous he being carried in that movie, that movie like dude. it was the just other dude the guy now i'm thinking of the the dude who was working for him, who got Kevin Garnett, that guy, oh. who, that guy, he's pretty, he's pretty well known. He's, he was um, in a get out, right? Or yeah. A, yeah. He was the guy with the hat, like the, the guy, the, the black took guy a picture, right? Who, where he was yeah, taking a picture where, where uh, I can't remember his name. The main character in get out took a picture of him and then his nose started bleeding. Mm -hmm. that, that guy, guy yeah, was in like, uncut gems. Yeah. And he was like selling jewelry for him off the side or something. Like I like that. that guy as an actor actually. Yeah. I like that guy. So it was that guy. I can't remember his name. I wish I, I could remember. Yeah. So it was Adam Sandler, that guy, Kevin Garnett, and then The Weeknd, and that was it. And, and The, the Weeknd, yeah. yeah, The Weeknd only had a little bit of a part there. Kevin Garnett was like in and out of the movie. It was really just Adam Sandler, and that was it. Like Adam Sandler carried that movie from start to finish. And it felt like him. It didn't like, yeah. even though it was serious, even though it wasn't Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, all that, even though it wasn't that, or Waterboy or something. Like kind of what we're used to him seeing or seeing him in those roles like we're it used to seeing felt him in those like roles. adam sandler though it, it felt was like it very not, weird 
and I completely agree with you. That's that that was the weird thing. Is like it definitely felt like an Adam Sandler movie, but then at the same time it didn't because it was, it was so cussing, different. He was saying some really vulgar stuff, yeah, dude. It's just in New York, just a slime ball. It was just a different side of Adam Sandler that we've never seen before. And it's not like it made you forget that it was an Adam Sandler movie. It was just different, a different side of Adam Sandler. And Man, damn, it like worked who out. Who knew? Yeah, exactly. Who the heck knew? It worked out. I really like that movie. One of the best movies like Dude. in recent times that I feel like I've seen. It just it just kept you on edge. The whole movie, you're just like, damn, what's going to happen next? What's he going to do? It was just like perfect, too. You you walk out kind of like thinking it wasn't perfect, but then you're like, nah, dude. That's what it needed was, to happen. It, exactly. That's what needed to go down in order for Adam Sandler's character to have the best like outcome in his life. Yeah. Because yeah. he would have just kept going and destroyed himself. He would have kept being a crook, kept being a scam artist, and just run all of his money dry. But what happened? And at the end it's like, like it was perfect that's dude. What it it's perfect needed, ending it needed to be like that like it it, it really needed and to be like unexpected that. too that's what you like right you like an unexpected ending that's like whoa that grabs your attention and and it man. makes you think like that whole movie like the way that he lived his life in that movie it makes you think like that there definitely are people that live that sort of lifestyle of being in New York, trying to be a crook, trying to scam people Anything, into doing just this trying or to get that. money out of anybody, any sort dude, of way, nothing. Yeah, at any sort of way, no morals. Like betting, he would have sold his children. Yeah, he would have sold his soul. Got some change, exactly. In that, in that movie, it like made you feel like people definitely go through that lifestyle. Like it's, it wasn't a movie that was like ridiculously not real life you know like yeah it, it was like sure. a definitely like i can see that happening to people especially in new york like that's where you know a big mecca of just like scams right? yeah <laughs> of everything and and it just made you think like man people people definitely do that like it's it's a a real life movie that can definitely happen and adam Sandler went through that character and he Killed it, he dude. Killed it. He yeah. seemed like one of those guys who loves just attracting money, and then when he gets it, it like burns in his hand. He just wants to turn it into more. Yeah, he's like, I can't have he this just, in my mind. Like, immediately, too. You see that in the movie. There was one part with Kevin Garnett that I was like, oh my gosh, dude. Yep. Then he is a crook. That was right there. I saw. I was like, man. In the very beginning of the movie, too, it happens. It was but. just like, dude, this guy is just crazy. Uncut he's a gems, criminal. man. Uncut Gems is a really good movie. And he wasn't making, I would say, not that great of movies recently, dude. Jack and yeah. Jill was one of the worst movies of all time. Jack and Jill. And then the ones that he was on Netflix, right? Like, you thought that he was on a break or whatever, but he really wasn't because he was putting he out... Was pumping out. He was putting yeah. out some and Netflix And a lot stuff. of money. I think he said that, too, when he hosted uh, Saturday Night Live. He's like, hey, I made billions in the box office still. And his video, his movies were pretty crappy, I'd pretty, say. Yeah, Jack the, and Don't Jill. mess with the Zohan was kind of funny, dude. That was kind of late. That was earlier. Yeah, that's like and a movie that could not happen right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> super offensive. And that whole thing was like Jews versus um, <laughs> like Middle Eastern people. I can't remember, yeah. or like Pakistan or whoever. That's it's. I don't know. It was just really racially like <laughs> motivated. That whole movie was just racist. 
And that's something that couldn't come out now. But yeah, like, don't mess with the Zohan. Just go with it with Jennifer Aniston. Just was go whatever. With it. He had a shoe one, right? Where he was like a shoe. I We watched a little bit of that. What is that called? It had a name to it. Like Where a, he was what? He was like a shoemaker or a shoe sewer. You remember? Ooh, yeah, that does sound very familiar. I, the name is something to do with shoes, like Culver or something. I don't know, but yeah, he can't. I mean, he from from the '90s when he was making Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Water Boy, Water Boy, Big Daddy in the early 2000s, Daddy, I think. The Wedding Singer, Anger kinda, Management with uh, I think that was with Jack Nicholson, it was, right? Yeah. Jack Nicholson, or Jack Nicholson, what? yeah. It was with him. So he's he's had, you know, those good movies here. Like Click. Click is a very yeah, underrated movie. Yeah, Click was movie. pretty good. And Bedtime Story. Some people, it was a Disney movie. I'm sure yeah. it did really well. The Longest Yard. That one, yeah. That, see, yeah, he was pumping out heat and he just kind of had a streak of just some. Yeah, some doo-doo movies. But dude, but yeah, and Uncut Gems. And like we spoke about in the other episode that lebron james is oh, gonna yeah. produce a movie and he's gonna have adam sandler as the star he's gonna be like an nba scout or something exactly. i'm sure he kind of wants to keep a little bit of that uncut gems character like that crooked guy who just wants to get in there regardless be- of how i do it i'm gonna freaking step yeah, my foot because in. because he definitely played that role well so he's like, you know what? And he's just, it's going like it's a, but keep the ball rolling almost. Yeah. Like just might as well like, dude. Yeah. Keep it rolling because he played that role really well. So we'll see how that LeBron James movie is. I think it's called Hustle. They just announced that it, they're yeah, it's probably going to take like a LeBron's year or something. It. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Especially with the pandemic going on. So it's going to delay things. But I mean, Uncut Gems, man. It was Fantastic, a dude. different side of Adam Sandler that hasn't really been seen before. And he came out and killed it, man. Killed it. Straight killed it. At A24, dude, they release Arena. I think it's what it's called. Or I don't know. I think it's A24. Oh, like the There's, production company? Yeah. They're creating these room. Room was pretty good with Brie Larson That's and that dude from Good company. Boys. Or bad, what was it? Good boys, good boys right? yeah. With the little and kids. And then uh, Midsommar, which was one of the most like wild movies i've ever seen but i think it was a24 dude they're creating these like different films and legit actors like uh, adam sandler's a legit actor they're not like getting these and brie larson from room too it's huge that movie was too that movie was good too i think it's on netflix that movie was like whoa yeah so i mean but going back to adam sandler like i think that he regardless of because he's had plenty of movies that are like under 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like Horrible. I don't even think they like his early movies, like Billy Madison yeah. and Happy Gilmore or Big Daddy. I don't think they like him at all. Regardless of that, he's been in the game for a while. Like, Grown Ups is a good-ass movie, too. But he's been in the game for a while now, and he kind of deserves credit. Like, he deserves, like, a... Like some more credit than what he's given because he's been in the game for a while. He's put out these classic movies. Even Grown Ups is kind of classic yeah, now whatever. too, right? Grown Ups like two was not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like the three Grown Ups. The first Grown Ups was good. The other two were like, ah, eh, whatever. I think there was just two. Were there three? I think it was just two. Maybe. maybe if there I'm was tripping. three, then I hope not. <laughs> maybe. I maybe hope I'm not. tripping. I think that there was three though. With Shaq. I think Shaq was the second one. When yeah, he was like Shaq a cop was in one or of something. Them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I think there's three. I think but, it was just two. But uh, he deserves a lot of credit. I think that you know he needs to be. He's versatile, dude. Uh, yeah, like, he very, can do a lot. 
He's he needs to be more appreciated for like what he's done for the culture because he's done he's done a lot for the culture. He's been around, you know, so he's he's done quite a bit. And he produces other movies like he yeah. his his production company Benchwarmers. What is this? Happy Happy Madison. Happy Madison. That's what it's called. Happy Madison Productions. He yeah he produced the Benchwarmers and the Joe Dirt's. Right, there's two of them. I he, think so. He, yeah, he produced a Joe Dirt's, and I don't, he just deserves a lot of credit, a lot more credit than he than he would get. And I know a lot of people don't like him because of his kind of outrageous characters that he plays, and he yells a lot. You know, he's kind of like that sort of comedy that's like stupid, like stupid com stupid comedy, like it's so stupid that it's funny. And some people don't really like that, but you got to give him credit, man. He's he's put out you know a lot of classics he's he's done his thing for a long time and he's seems like he's still gonna do it he's still putting out his heat and stuff so dude his i, I looked it up just now it's like a lot paul blart was happy madison mr deeds i remember mr deeds was pretty good i now pronounce you chuck and larry was pretty good yeah. longest yard yeah the so bench warmers the deuce bigelows or whatever and yeah like you said the joe dirt dude and Click, he has a bunch of movies on here, dude. Click is definitely underrated. I like Click. It's like a sad movie, actually. <laughs> Click is pretty sad, but it's good. It's a good movie, though. Or that Christmas special he had, you remember? Oh, it was yeah. animated. It wasn't Christmas It because it was Hanukkah because he's Jewish. Oh, that's right. Eight, yeah, Eight Crazy Nights, dude. Yeah. That one was good, dude. Yeah. That one was funny. That one was So really we funny. could do a lot. Like, that proves, dude, he can just pump out gas. Yeah, Adam Sandler. I mean, Uncut and Gems Disney, is out. like he's this, and he was able to do this crooked guy in Nightcome Gems, then be like a Disney guy, a Disney storyteller mm -hmm. with his kids or like, you know, someone. I think it was like his sister's kids or something. I mean, Uncut Gems is straight rated R. If there was another level than rated R, it's above that. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he goes and does the, you know, Cloudy with a Chance of Me, whatever it is, and does a G, G rated movie for Disney. So he's all over the place. And for for a really long time i mean he's been in the game for i mean he was on saturday night saturday night early Live, like in the 80s right so no, i think it was the late 90s i'm not oh, sure really? yeah, i think it was yeah no because he was putting out those movies in the late 90s so in he, the late early oh yeah i mean i think like he's got to be early maybe like late 80s early 90s but i mean he he's been in the game he's put out a lot of movies he deserves more credit than what he gets is you know kind of what i'm trying to put out there because i'm not to say that i'm a huge adam sandler guy but you know he's got he's got good movies that are funny that are classics and he also has really bad ones he takes his risks you know he does what he's got to do and he's got a lot of like under, 1990 under 10. he was hired as a writer for snl in 1990 and, and he wrote yeah. he wrote a lot of his movies too like he wrote i mean obviously i'm sure he had help and stuff but I know that he wrote a lot of them, so he's he's putting his his mind and his kind of work, and he's putting it out there. And his friends, how he has like his yeah, friends, Rob Schneider, all David Spade in his area, and he's got like that cross-eyed dude that's in a bunch yeah, of movies. Yeah, Wiley, too. bro, and Wiley. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Steve uh, Buscemi. Yeah, Steve exactly. And he's a big time he's actor. Big, he's in yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, he he did some stuff with Quentin Tarantino. 
Quentin Tarantino. So And it makes you think though, like I guess like his other friend, like Chris Farley, that kind of sucks, yeah. dude. He was in Billy Madison as the bus driver, but he could have like that sucks knowing like now that he's he's yeah. gone. He could have for sure been in all sorts of Adam Sandler yeah, movies. Definitely, I agree. I agree. Adam Sandler's he's 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 one of the guys that, you know, he's improved culture he's done a lot for the culture how he dresses too dude is just his style his like who he is just like basketball shorts a college t-shirt college hat different college too every freaking day like some other college yeah it's good and he's pretty good at basketball you've seen his basketball videos he's He's got a j yeah he's not bad even though it's ugly looking he looks like a it's like an ugly looking got a j he hits though he hits but uh i don't know if you want to move on now to our to our last thing we're coming up on an hour and a half right now you want to go you want to keep going on adam sandler you got anything you want to talk about or you just want to no, go straight that's pretty into much it too but it says that you know those hotel transylvanias i guess that's his too really mm. oh no i guess he voices never mind he voices dracula which i think is the main character yeah yeah any the dracula character actually almost looks like adam sandler too <laughs> like the, his kids look like dude his daughters his poor daughters look like because he's goofy <laughs> he's, he's got like the big they ears, look yeah. exactly like him dude yeah, he's kind of goofy looking his but he's poor funny daughters though. yeah but i mean if you want to oh, move well, on we got can. money yeah i guess they're not poor yeah they're definitely furthest from that yeah, they they just kind of look like a goofy Adam Sandler. Whatever, though, you know, you rich, who cares, right? But uh, I don't know if you want to move on. Hour and a half. Just whip it out. Yeah, let's crack it open again. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we're at that point of time now on our episode again. If you listen to our last episode, we're going to try to do like beer v- beer reviews at the end of every episode. And today's... Uh, choice poison right because alcohol is poison <laughs> what's it the poison of choice don't hurt my feelings dude don't make me feel bad today's poison is saint archer saint archer's gold saint archer is a brewing company based in san diego california it is owned by miller coors really miller coors yeah so miller light and coors light combined and made this massive company and it's obviously second to the Budweiser. I can't remember what the Budweiser company is and Heiser something Bush, like that and Heiser Bush. So this Miller's Coors is number two and um, just reading off of what they had on their website. St. Archer Gold is a light bodied flavorful yet refreshing ultimate light beer with 95 calories 2.6 grams of carbs and the uh, alcohol content is 4.2. So it is a light beer, but again, they claim that it's the ultimate light and beer. And there is a lot of light beears. A lot of light beer. So we'll be the judge of that. We'll be, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if it is the we'll ultimate light beer. We've had plenty of light beers in our life. But yeah, here, I will say though, the I am not a fan of light beers already coming in. I am not a fan yeah, I mean, light, light, beers. light beers will get you through the night. I mean, you can have, I don't know, like a six pack of light beers and be feeling good and still be able to drink more. I mean, if you have a six pack of IPAs throughout the night, oof, man, I don't know if you're yeah, making I it. I don't know if you yeah. I don't know if you're making it. So light beers definitely help you. We'll see how this tastes. 
Hook it up, hook it up. Let's try this. Again, this is the ultimate light beer. St. Archer's Gold. Drink responsibly. We are over the age of 21. Do not try it if you're not. Please. Mm. It looks pretty nice. Looks pretty light. Looks like a little gold coloring like the name implies. It looks good though, I guess. It looks fizzy. It kind of looks like like one of those. Well, I guess the cup, you know, those little cups that have like wine, these cups, you know, those little ones that like little oh, yeah, yeah. little shooters for wine. These kind of looks like it, but obviously it's not as fizzy. It looks it looks nice, though. Here, it looks cheers. definitely crispy. Salute. Cheers, light. mate. All right, let's get this. Let's get this tasting. St. Archer's Gold. like a regular, just like a light beer. It kind of smells like Tecate. Like oh, yeah, I didn't light. even smell it. It probably, you know what it needs? Obviously, we are We're Mexican. Hispanic, so <laughs> I would like some lime. A little dash of in lime. This in would definitely make it a lot better. But, but that is going to. As of now. That is going to alter your decision. We're drinking this straight. We're just going to alter your ratings. We got to drink it straight. Mm. I. I'd, For I could a drink light this. beer. It's pretty refreshing. It is, I would say, like. My opinion is the best light beer is Bud Light. Coors doesn't taste like much. What are the other well, Coors Light? Tecate Light. Uh, te- well, Tecate Light's horrible. Corona Light. Corona Light's kind of gross. Uh, everything. I would say Bud Light, in my opinion, is the best one. Natty Light, some PBR. PBR. I would say Bud Light out of all of them, and it's not my choice at all. But I would say this one is on that level. It tastes like if you were to give me a Coors, I for sure can tell you this one's better than that. Like if if you're into light beers, this is a pretty good light beer. For sure. But definitely with some lime, depending on how your opinion is. Some people don't like lime. Some people love it. Yeah, depending but if you're Mexican If you have lime in this, I would like it, dude. It would be better. But it is for a light beer. Like if you gave me like a cup of this at like a game or something like a nba game or an nfl game i could chug that it'd be done dude yeah we can run through those could, yeah <laughs> it'd be quick but i would like sipping this yeah i mean maybe if it was like a long party if you have like a long get together it's definitely and not you didn't want to get too twisted that's, that's what i'm saying like it it'll help you get through the night it'll help you get through the night you know if you're going out whatever you know, sip on some St. Archer's Gold. It'll get through through the night. You're it not going to get messed for up. a light beer. I don't want to judge it. I don't want to judge it with that. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe have like a... Because compared like a, to the other one we maybe, tried, which is Citrozona, mm-hmm. I would 100% like Citrozona more. But I think that's just because I'm an IPA guy. Maybe like someone else would drink Citrozona and be like, oh, that yeah. is strong. I cannot drink a can of that. It's all opinions again. <laughs> but what I was going to say is maybe we can have two scores for this, like one score based off of light beers and then another score just for like a but overall these, score is this a category like what is it right like a pilsner law i think bud light's a lager right yeah i would assume this is a lager too so yeah i light beers are probably lagers. so They're i don't like know pilsners, if you want to be that specific or pilsners, yeah but light beers like maybe we should try a St. Archer's IPA or something because they do we've had one yeah, we've had have, a couple and they're pretty good and they have they're some in these sours. different cans like there's like a gray can and purple then they have can. like blue cans yeah like a purple can they've got these weird cans for their IPAs 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know. Let me take a look at even this. that can looks nice. I was gonna say that earlier. It look is, at that can. Yeah, it, it looks really nice. nice. Half gold, half white. It looks really good. It looks very buyable, dude. Very buyable. Yeah. It even says on the can, "Ultimate Light Beer." That's what I'm saying. Is that what that? That's what they're saying. It's pretty good. You know what? I would agree, dude. I like this better than like a Bud Light. Yeah. If Coors and Millers, they were going for that. I think they did because it's better than Miller and it's better than Coors. And I think it's better than Bud Light. I don't know what it is. It doesn't say lager Pilsner. I I would assume it's a lager, though. Out of Most, the Coors Miller family, I think St. Archer's Gold <laughs> might is have the, the best, best light. light beer they got. Might have the best light. Even the Coors Premier, the one where, that's what it was called. Uh, Coors. What um, was it called? Corona. Corona premiere. No, well, yeah, okay, there you go. Both Coors, you remember I bought Banquet, right? That's oh, yeah. what it's called. That one was okay. It wasn't that good. Miller and Miller Light. Miller Light's awful. I've never really had a Miller High Life. That one's pretty good. Like the Some 40s? people love Miller High Lifes. The little ones, though, the even the little bottles, yeah. the little itty bitty bottles. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I like it. it Miller High, you know what? I'm kind of comparing. Think of a Miller High Life when you're sipping this. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's good. I mean, it's definitely a good light beer. Nice and it light. It kind of tastes like a Miller High Life, dude, but maybe more flavorful. Maybe it has something more. A little I do. Bit more I do like kick. this. I do like this. I'm not going to say it's no. It's very chuggable. Dude. If someone you gave me this, this down. Like, you know what? Yeah, I could do it. I could take this. You could for sure put this down. Yeah. You want to? No. Huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, I like it. I mean, I don't. Again, the ultimate light beer. Is it? Is it the ultimate light beer? In that's, my opinion. That's the question. So far that you've, that yes. you've tasted? Hmm. I would say yes. Interesting. Out of the ones I've had, I'm sure there's all sorts of local breweries that have light beers. Like even that commercial we were watching, Bud or uh, Bud uh, Blue Moon. Blue Moon just released a light beer. Yep. And Maybe I haven't we'll tried try it. it. Maybe we'll see that in the future. But, but yeah, this is good. Saint Archer's yeah. Gold. It's not bad. Like but I you keep definitely saying, need a lot. It's weak. It's it'll for get you. Sure it'll get you through weak. the night. You can slam a six pack of that and still be all right. This will be fine. I mean, depending how often you drink, yeah. I guess. It but all depends, I guess. We we could slam a six-pack and still be all right. No big deal. I really do like it. You know. I would say so. I'd agree with the to, can. I to, would. I don't know. I mean. I would, dude. I'm trying to think like a butt. Like it if just you gave tastes, me lime. It just tastes like any light beer i guess i mean there are definitely levels you know i i don't really but that's what i'm saying earlier if you put me a cup of this cup of coors like miller and bud i would say like if you're thinking about it that hard obviously it's hard to tell the difference between any of them but if you were honestly thinking about it and sipping them and trying to get the all the flavors down i would say this one just off of i haven't you know i haven't tried a bud light right next to me but I want to say it's better. I like it. I like it too. You want to give it a rating? What you think? Okay. So like I said, Citruzona, I would like more. And we gave that, Should we, I gave that a seven. Should we go back and give it two scores? Like one score for just being like light beers and then a second score for like overall, or do you just want to go straight into the overall Cause score? Yeah. It almost feels like not right because I am only going to like, if I had to score it in general, 
I would only score IPAs high because that's just my opinion. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do two scores. Let's do one score just as like a light beer score. And then another score is like an overall score, overall beers. Like what number would would you use to to describe this? Out of light of, beers? I would give this like a nine Ooh. or an eight. Ooh. Out of light beers? Pick one. Eight or nine. Nine. Eight, eight and a half? I'm gonna go nine eight. is versus like Bud Light and Coors and Natty Light and Miller Light, even though they're the same. Yeah, like what <laughs> would a ten Coors be? Coors and Miller. What would a ten be in the light in world. light beer? Yeah, like I don't know. I haven't met one, but I want to say this is like a nine. Okay, I'm gonna go with an eight in light beer in the light beer world. It's good, really good. I probably would buy it. I mean, if I had a long night and I wanted to get some drinking in, I probably would buy this. Um, eight. Yeah, I'm gonna go with eight in terms of the light beer world, and then overall score. I mean, I gave the Citrusona the IPA a seven and a half. I think this one, man. In the overall score, how I would score it? Like, will I grab? Would it? I buy this? Me personally, no. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah, I'm going to go, I I feel like a five overall is too low, so I'm going to go with the six. I was going to say six, too. I'm going to go with the six overall. I mean, in light beers, yeah, I'll grab it. If I was feeling a light beer, if I had a long day, I'll grab it. But if I had other options, if all my options were open, I don't know if I'm grabbing yeah. it. I don't think I'm grabbing it. But uh, yeah, so, so you gave it a nine in light beers. And then you gave it a six overall. I gave it an eight in light beers and a six overall as well. So it's a good beer, good light beer. I enjoy it and I'm, I'll probably drink it. I'm not going to say no. I feel like it's a good like concert beer, like a good like if you're watching a game and you get a big old cup of this, like That's a what big I'm saying. old it's fat like, cup of this. It'll get you through the night. Good. Like if you're, if you're drinking or over like the gambling, course of gambling, I would, dude, I would say if I was out there in Vegas, just press in. It's like, hey, honey, give me another cup of this give stuff. Give me a St. Archer's Gold. Yeah, I would like this gambling because if you had IPAs in you, your tummy would be like rumbling a little bit of like, oh, and then you're moving around at a casino. You get sleepy or something. This too. is good. I would. Yeah, this is a good just like all night drinking. Yeah, man. I like it. I mean, my my beer of preference all night on a night out is like Dos Equis or Modelo. But again. I'm Mexican. I do like those Mexican beers. Maybe Bias. I do, maybe I do I have say? a bias, but I'm still going with the Modelo. If I'm going out at bars and stuff and I know I'm going to be out all night, my beer choice is like a Dos Equis Modelo. But this isn't bad. It's not bad. If they don't have a Dos Equis, if I go to a non-Mexican establishment that does not have <laughs> Dos Equis or Modelo. Even non-Mexican establishments got them yeah. freaking cervezas. That is true. But I do like that. Again, St. Archer's Gold, St. Archer Brewing Company, San Diego, owned by Miller Coors. This is considered, so. well, self-proclaimed the ultimate <laughs> light beer i proclaim it as well <laughs> 4.2 alcohol not too bad i liked it not too bad but uh here we come again at the end of this episode so uh i hope you guys liked it we enjoyed our time and uh we'll see you guys next time again we'll we'll actually let me go back 
I wanted to kind of touch back on that Takashi six nine. If, that's our question, right? That yeah, was what we if, wanted as our yeah, like how we had it last time with that Michael Jordan versus LeBron, Takashi six nine. Do you agree with him? Do you think that he's telling the truth when he says that Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber cheated on the Billboard? Are you on his side? Because yeah. I am. Are I you, am on his side. Are you on his side? Do I you have chosen him? his side. Do you think that he? Should have snitched. He should have not snitched. Like you, you let us know. Tell us what you guys think, and and we'll touch back upon it next episode. Hope we get another comment. Dude. Yeah, that's all. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Hope we get a response. Just tell us, tell us what you think, man. Anything. It doesn't have to be what we talked about. It can be about anything else that you think. You know, Takashi Six Nine deserves to be talked about or whatever that the world yeah, deserves maybe we missed something yeah so tell us whether you agree with us or not or Probably. just bring up another point whatever you want to talk about and bring it up let us know we'll uh, go ahead and review it on the next episode but in terms of this episode we are done we are at the point of time where we are going to call it quits and we'll see you guys next time take care stay safe, stay safe. yeah man peace